Welcome to an episode of Sports Matters. I am your host, Kevin Drake, and your other host, Mr. Matt Burt. Good morning to you. Good morning, Kevin. Excited to talk some, you know, sports business. Oh, man, I tell you what, we have a very special guest online right now, Adam Doe, who actually had a sports show here as well, but he has a podcast, he's a producer of The Doe Post, and he had the pleasure of going to the sports business classroom over the summer here during the Las Vegas Summer Pro League, and it's headed up by our very own uh, UCI's IT manager, Larry Kuhn, who is a salary cap guru and NBA expert. How about that? Yeah. Right here from UCI. That's a good program to go into if you want to get into the sports business because there's a lot of people that if you're good with numbers, they'll take you for sure. Absolutely. So without further ado, I want to introduce to the show, Mr. Adam Doe. Thank you so much for getting up early and giving us a call. No problem, guys. What's up? Great. How you doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. I got a text message from you. He's like, yeah, I only got like four hours of sleep every night over there at the convention. <laughs> yeah, crazy. It was crazy. Did you have fun at least, you know, lack of sleep and everything included? We, we had fun while we were, you know, severely uh, sleep uh, deprived. Uh, we still had fun, yeah. When you first got there, what was the first event they had planned for you? The first event was we just met up at the convention. Uh, we got over there uh, through, a, through a bus, and they actually allowed us to sit in on a team press conference. I think it was with the Atlanta Hawks. I don't remember, but they were welcoming two of their new players, uh, Bruno, Bruno something, uh, just two of their draft picks. So we got to sit in on actual live press conference in uh, Vegas for the Atlanta Hawks, I believe. So yeah, that was the first event. Oh, how cool is that to start off? Yeah. Sit right in on the press oh, yeah. conference and, you know, listen yeah. to some of the questioning from the media, I imagine. You know, you probably took some mental notes there. Yep. Yeah. I was just like watching everything during the week and just like learning everything. And yeah, yeah, you had some really good guests there too. I heard there was uh, the GM from the Rockets, Daryl Morey, was there. You had the Spurs st- strategic research, Kirk Goldsberg, uh, Goldsberry, Goldsberry, yeah. Goldsberry, and then yeah. uh, TNT's David Aldr- Aldridge, who I really enjoy. Yeah, I think the website is actually a little uh, wasn't updated for this year, so. This year, we did have David Aldridge, and we did have uh, Kurt Goldsberry, but we did not get to see uh, DeAnthony this year, unfortunately. Uh, But, you know, we, we got other people, too. Yeah, I mean, the Daryl Morey was focusing on getting Russell Westbrook at that time. You know, he, I'm sorry, he can't make time to see the sports business class right now. So what was, yeah, your, yeah. what was your favorite part about the entire experience? For me, it was just getting to meet, like, around a couple hundred people, I think, so... There's like 87 people that were part of the program as students. And then I'd say maybe uh, 20 to 30 like instructors or like professionals who came in to like talk with us or just like hang out with us. So that was for me like my favorite part, just getting to meet like fellow basketball nerds and like just spend an entire week with them and like just learn as much as like I could. Yeah. Is there any one memory that you would take away above anything else? Oh, yeah. Okay, guys. Here, here we go. Here's the best story I have from, like, all week, okay? All right. Lay it, it on was, us. It was Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon. Zach Lowe from ESPN came in. Uh, if you guys, like, can't tell, like, I, I named my podcast after Zach Lowe's podcast, The Low Post. So then Zach Lowe came in. He did Q&A with us. And then, like, my heart was beating really fast, but... Like, I just stood up and I was like, hey, Zach, my name's Adam Doe. And I just wanted to thank you for being the inspiration of my podcast, The Doe Post. And then I just asked him, like, like some question. But 
Yeah, that was like my best story of the week, for sure. How did he respond to that? He laughed, and I, I loved <laughs> it so much. But yeah, and then he answered my question, of course. Uh, I was just asking him, like, uh, was he considering, you know, moving to like an executive position within a team? And he said no. So, yeah. Wow, what an awesome experience. That's breaking news right yeah. there. Breaking news. Yeah. Break it again. Breaking news. Yes, I love it. <laughs> so, Adam, I know uh, they did a lot of fun stuff there, but, um, you know, Larry Kuhn here is obviously our NBA salary expert, and I guess that's how you found out about this? Yeah, so uh, basically he came to my sports business club, uh, Sports Business Association at UCI one, one night uh, during a meeting, and uh, that's how I met him. And that's how I knew about the program. And it's like as simple as that. Like he just came to my sports business association meeting one night. And it kind of ran from there. Yeah. And then uh, I just checked out checked out the the program website. And Larry, like he emailed me like personally. And then he was like, Hey Adam, I saw you haven't finished the application yet, and I just want to know if you had any questions since today is like the last day of the uh, early bird discount. And uh, that's what drew me in, I think, because I I kind of thought like he was being very genuine and as like he was very willing to help so he, he wasn't trying to scam me or anything you know so i just replied back to him with some questions i had and he just convinced me right there so i just like wrote a cover letter like that day and then i submitted it and then i got accepted to the program nice it was bound to happen for sure i mean destiny and a little bit of good sales on the um the professor's part. Yeah, that's also Tom's boss over there. Oh, really? <laughs> or one of the managers. He's the, the IT manager. Well, he finds... It's amazing. Good, he finds good people then. Boy, he does. He does. But So, how long was this uh, this whole experience? Because I remember you kind of gave me a little a rough draft when you were talking about it. You were so excited and it's just like, what a grand experience. What areas did they cover? Because it sounds like they cover a little bit of everything. Oh, yeah. So, there was definitely like a, like a schedule, right, of a curriculum, uh, but then, like, outside of this schedule, like, we would just learn learn more, like, anything we wanted to do, basically. So, it's like, think of it as a, our program would start at maybe 8 a.m. to 5 to 5.30 p.m. But right. then, like, a time outside of that structure was, like, totally ours. So, like, let's say, like, I would bump into, like, a, some media guy, some journalist uh, at the arena. Like, I just go up to him and talk to him and just, like, learn something that way, you know? Like, the time outside of 8 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. was totally ours. Like, we do whatever we wanted. I think I, I also like talking to the, the NBA Summer League interns for, like, this year. Oh, who wow. Were, you know, they're, they're, they just did stuff, like, they just opened elevators doors for people in the arena so i would just walk around the arena and then i try to find some some cool people to talk to so like another way i learned something was just by talking to these interns because they were sometimes from like around the world yeah i mean that would be kind of a cool job like holding elevators open for people because you get an eclectic group i mean and you get to know a lot of people if you're very personable you do you know matt and i get a little taste that you know the la rams are gonna begin their uh this is a third season of their camp here at UCI, and we do. We get to go around. You talk to interns that are working for artists, who's their uh, senior director of communications for the Los Angeles Rams. And you're right, Adam. It's it's a great experience to, to rub elbows and talk to some of the successful, you know, media personnel as well as, you know, the interns, and you really get to learn a lot. We've actually had a few of the interns on our show at, at one time or another. Well, it's a great experience. But let me ask you this. What was one of the cool stories? Sure, yeah. I think, honestly, uh, the program started uh, on Sunday and then it ended on Saturday oh, and I wow. like when I came there I was just like really scared and really nervous and I didn't really like like 
start being uh, super confident with myself until about Wednesday, I think, because Wednesday was when uh, they had this panel of like very well-known podcasters in the basketball community. And one of the podcasters, uh, it was Howard Beck from Bleacher Report. He covers the Brooklyn Net. And after he got off the panel, like I just went to go find him. And we just talked like one-on-one for, you know, 20 minutes maybe. And then we just talked about like life. And, you know, he, was, he just asked me like what I was doing with my life. And like we, we got we had like a really co- good connection. So I think like after like talking to Howard Beck and uh, just feeling very comfortable with myself, like after the, after like talking with him, like I just had the confidence, like just go try hard, go hard, like for the next two or three days and finish out the program well. He's one of the media guys that I got to talk to, you know. What a cool experience, you know, and he kind of like calmed your nerves a little bit because I get it, you know, even when I first did the Rams camp, it just, you know, you get these butterflies in your stomach, you're really nervous, you're like, oh, I got to talk to a football player afterwards, what do I ask him? And just, you just want to be as natural as possible, personalize it and just, you know, conduct a, you know, NFL has like rules, like two, three minute interview, but you want to make it smooth. But yeah, you're right. At first, you're just like, I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing? You know, and and then yeah he was the first guy he was the first guy that like this i truly truly connected to truly yeah that is so cool yeah so for anyone that would want to go through this program what advice would you have for them yeah so i'd I'd say the most important part is you know you don't you don't have to be a, a basketball nerd i mean you don't have to be the smartest basketball person in the room or just the smartest person in the room like you just got to be the hardest worker in the room and you just got to be, be likable. You got to be able to make yourself stand out. That's all. Like you, you can learn how to, you can learn, you can learn more basketball later, but like you can't learn how to like work hard and you can't learn how to like be nice to people and be likable. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a good advice right there. You should never want to be the smartest person in the room. You should want to, you know, if you're in the wrong room then should go find somewhere where you can better yourself. And I think that's a, a big thing that you learn is being personable in those kind of situations. Um, in terms of, do you have any sort of like elevator pitch that you were using with people? Do you have anything that you want to give us in terms of, if I was Howard Beck, how did you go up and introduce him as opposed to other people? Did you have an elevator pitch at all? Yeah, so here's the thing. So summer league, NBA summer league, is actually very, very casual. No one is wearing suits because it's like 109 degrees outside. (laughs) So yeah, yeah. so there's no. I don't think there's an elevator pitch is really needed at 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 a program like mine, unless you're unless you're like trying to like get an interview. You know, for I wasn't trying to get interviews at all. I was literally just trying to meet people. So for Howard Beck, like so, I actually waited near the door. I knew he would be coming there, so I knew that I would get like one-on-one time with him. So I just waited for him at the door, and then he came, and then like I introduced myself. And I asked him a question during the panel, so I was pretty sure he knew who I was. And then I just like started. I just introduced myself, and I just like started asking stuff, and uh, our conversation just like uh, progressed naturally. That's yeah. all I did. So you kept it more natural, kept it casual. Yeah. I like that too. It's kind of like the guard is down, you know, during the summer pro league. So everybody seems to be more casual, so a little bit more approachable. And I think that's what they're there for is to be there to help you know answer questions and help guide you, and also see the new the new talent that's coming up within the media there because there's so many avenues that you can take and it's also inspired you to create your podcast
podcast, The Dope Post. I love it, man. It has a nice ring to it. I want to ask you this. So I know they did some really cool exercises. Did they do a mock trade deadline and, and break you up into small groups and have you play like general manager and, and do like a mock trade deadline? Did oh, yeah. To, oh, know? yeah. So it, it was a two-day two day event, and it took like three hours each day to do. So here's like the basic rundown of it. Day one was just like evaluating players, evaluating teams, and then trying to figure out like what we'd want what we'd want to do with our, our team. So every uh, every group we split into groups of like four, and we were assigned a team, and we were assigned a professional. So like let's so Howard Beck was like a professional, right? And he would just lead his team. And then for my team, I got uh, Wes Wilcox, who is the uh, former uh, Atlanta Hawks general manager. Oh wow! And he also does yeah. So he, he knew what he was doing. Like he, he carried my team to like, we, we didn't, we didn't like win anything, but like, you know, we did very well. Um, so the first day is just evaluating, just preparing, just planning, uh, finding out which, which, which of the other groups we would want to deal with. Second day, we, we would just like have our information ready, ready to go. Uh, we just discuss a little bit and then we were just, the, 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 imagine like the stock, the stock traded trade exchange where people are just like running around like asking for stuff so that was basically it uh we just like run around trying to like make deals with people oh so you're uh, actually you're actually making deals with other groups and you're trying to like okay i got this player for this amount of money and i'm going to trade for you would this be and you got to look at it as a basketball sense like does it make sense basketball does it make sense salary because you got to kind of pair those up how challenging oh, yeah, was that so, yeah so basically, Larry Kuhn, he was acting as like the commissioner of like our league, right? Oh, so nice. any trade, any trades that we wanted, like we had to go to him first, and that he would approve it or deny it, like as long as it follows the rules or not. It was like we were just doing like make believe deals, like these deals actually could happen in real life. Sounds like a pretty good deal. Yeah, you're getting a, the full experience, like what the general manager is going through. You know, you know, hammering the phones and try to like you know, let alone you're picking players, make sure the salaries match, make sure it's beneficial for both teams because you kind of want to win win situation and make sure you're following the rules so the commissioner doesn't deny it <laughs> yep. so what would you say the most stressful part about the program is finding the confidence for myself believing myself and just rolling with it that was the hardest part that, that all went away like on wednesday after wednesday i was just like going all in just like making the most of the time that's it like that was the hardest part for me and so to my knowledge i think they offered you the chance to come back for next year for an internship yeah yeah so i don't think anyone there like no one was being like cutthroat about it you know like we weren't we weren't gonna set we weren't gonna kick anyone down just to like get an internship it was like a very lovely atmosphere so it was like a group of 87 people but like let me tell you these are some of the smartest people i've ever met in my life like they were not they were not all all college students like i was literally competing with attorneys accountants consultants actuaries to like be noticed right so yeah on the last day the SBC staff they just sat down and they just voted who are the best students and uh, also like who they would want to work with for next year so uh, what they told me was that they just voted they just uh, narrowed it down so they started like I don't know top 20 and then they just went down all the way to top four or five and yeah that's how I was selected that's awesome you know you go in there you're nervous you don't know what to expect and then somehow you break the ice and you build your confidence up and because it can be overwhelming you know being in a room with a bunch of attorneys and a bunch of really smart professionals 
professionals. And But you did it. You got to give yourself props. What a grand experience this that, was. Go ahead, Matt. That just kind of goes yeah. to say it's like attitude is everything. If you, you get what you put in and you, if you're nice to people and you don't take yourself too seriously, you know, you go out there and you have a really productive and people will notice that. You know, if you're having fun and you're happy to be there and you're just happy to be in the room. He literally went in there with no pressure on him. Like some of these attorneys and they, and they're all going in there and be like, I have to stand out. <laughs> you're, you're there. You're yeah. having fun. Like that's the, yes. that's what it's all about. You get it's to like, be yourself. You know, yeah. people put too much stress upon themselves and, and, and you kind of get that egotistical kind of nature. Yeah. Let me wait. Let me, let me tell you guys like another uh, Wednesday story. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah, right ahead. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We did the, the, the mock trade deadline on Monday and then we did it on Tuesday and then we did it uh, we did an like an analytic like exercise on Wednesday I got to do these exercises with the same group members right and then all those three days I found myself like so unconfident and like so behind everyone else so then on Wednesday after we finished the analytics exercise I just like went up to my group and I was like hey guys like can I ask you guys about your background like how do you guys know how to do all this without like any really training during this week and then I just found out that apparently I was the, the entire time for these three days I was sitting with an attorney an actuary a quality assurance guy and then a guy who does retail with the rocket so then I was like oh that makes sense now like yeah because I'm in college and like you guys are like working professionals so it's like no no wonder like you guys know so much more than me you know and then you know they, they told me like don't worry about it like we, we all gotta just find ways to contribute for the team that just made me feel so much better sounds like you had yeah. a good team for sure absolutely yeah. what a wonderful experience so I know you had a moment you, you text this to me too about the NBA podcasting you had a 10 minute and it's kind of like one of those opportunities you said I had to take it it's, it's like right there so tell me about this podcasting that you got to do and did you interview yeah, yeah. anyone okay yeah sure sure basically the nba's podcast sort of it's called nba sound system and they just set up a table for anyone to use and get like 10 minutes of podcasting time on the show one day we just came back from a tour of i think espn's like broadcasting like station outside and then we just went back in and then bo estes he's like our broadcasting instructor and nba tv guy he was just like, anyone want a podcast right now? And then I was like, yeah. I just like told two of my friends, like like James, Joe, like let's go right now. And then we just got up there to the table and talked about it for 10 minutes. Total improv, like no no planning at all. Like I just knew that I, I had the podcast experience. So I was just trying to like lead people and like manage people. Uh, we didn't we didn't get to interview anyone because it was just like spur of the moment. Like like who wants a podcast now? And like I, I just said, yes. So what did you talk and, about? Uh, That's the beauty yeah. of it though, you know? It, it's organic. Uh, yeah. Organic. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just told, I just told my friends like, Hey, let's just, uh, let's just start off with SBC and then we'll just roll with it. So then I, I started it off and then my, my friends like James and Joe, they just, they just took over and, you know, they just, they were natural about it. Like they just, they just led me on after, after a couple minutes. Yeah, that's that's how it kind of goes, you know. You get the best yeah. kind of more organic conversation. I'll key you into yeah, a little you, secret. Me and yeah, Kevin you guys, you guys, really... guys want to hear another funny story? Yeah. Okay. When the the Russell Westbrook Chris Paul trade happened, I feel like the NBA Sound System podcast was one of the first podcasts to break it. 
and here's why. So I was standing, I was standing next to the desk while some other people from my program were podcasting. And then we all suddenly got notifications on our phone that like Westbrook and, and Paul would just got traded. So then my friend James, like he just runs to the desk and then he just shows our friends on the table, like guys, guys, like Westbrook and Paul just got traded. So then it's cool because like, really we got the news right away, right? And then we, we were standing next to the podcast. Our friends at that table at the time, they were possibly one of the first people to break the news that Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul got traded. Yeah, that is uh, that is awesome. So you broke the news. Yeah, that, that was yeah, a pretty shocking did. My news. Did, yeah, I was not expecting that to go down. I knew that they're they're going to have to move Westbrook. I just didn't know how that was going to work. Apparently, it did, and they get to keep Clint Capella because I I think that's huge for that team. You cannot get rid of the one guy that actually plays good defense. Is yeah. a young big? He's an up a comer. He's got experience. That I was gonna. Yeah, I, I wanted to get into the NBA. Well, we are, we are. But yeah. you were going to say something earlier I talking had, about the. Uh, yeah, I was just saying, like, that's where kind of the, the best podcasts come from. Like, here's a little secret. Me and Kevin really don't script anything. Like, we'll, we have talking points. We're like, NBA, MLB, like, what, and we know what's I mean, going we on. prepare for the show, but construct an outline. Yeah. You know, because you always want to be organized, but at the same time, you know, you want to have some freedom, so if I, you will. My question for you was James and, I'm sorry, I, I missed the other friend's Joe. name. James and Joe. Wow, James and Joe. <laughs> the most generic. I should I could have just picked the name have been like Joe, uh, James and Joe. Were, do they have any sort of podcasting experience? No, absolutely not. It was just me. You know, it's just me. You kind of like were the quarterback in that situation. Oh, yeah, I was. Yep, just for those 10 minutes. But you could take your experience here at KCI. How's that helped you? Yeah, sure. Honestly, I, I think podcasting is so easy. But then when I was at the program and uh, after my little stunt with Zach Lowe, people started taking notice, you know, they, they thought my show name was hilarious. So then they, people would just start coming up to me and like talk to me about my podcast. And then I, I found out that like not many people know how to podcast, even though it's so easy. So just like KCI, like this showing me like the, the ropes of it like just allowed me to stand out at this program i have a little suggestion you can take in you can or you can leave it okay well you suggested him about the business cards and look how that worked out you did yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah look how that worked matt look how that worked well i i don't take credit you know i i'm, I'm about on the team adam's on the team you know absolutely We're all on team success you know path to success and i was gonna say i think you need to have in your opening Kawhi Leonard going, what it do, baby? <laughs> I think you need it. It, it needs to happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll consider that. I'll consider that. All right. Yeah. All right. Consider my proposal. You know, you know. So, Adam, just, just to the listeners, so how can they get to the, the dough post? You know, to listen so, to your podcast? Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, so, I just, as of right now, I have all my episodes on Apple Podcasts. Um, and I, I'm just doing it through like KUCI's help, really. Like, I'm just posting my episodes on the KUCI server, and then I just like put it. I just put it on Apple Podcast. That's all. So it's on the um, Apple Podcast, and then the Doe Post is uh, spelled D O Post. Here's a complicated thing. Um, sometimes when you type in the Doe Post on the, the Apple Podcast app, it doesn't pop up. Oh. That's because the my, the actual name for every all of our podcasts is KUCI colon the dough post yeah k-u-c-i regular colon dough post i like it the dough post the dough post yeah yeah the dough post i love it oh, i just found it adam i want to ask you something about the dough post this wonderful podcast is it primarily going to be a basketball like college basketball and pro basketball year-round podcast or are you going to talk other sports 
So actually, when I when I made it, I I just wanted it to be as good as like Bill Simmons' podcast, where it's just very casual, you know. Like I, I wasn't interested in like super deep, like a deep analysis or anything. Right. But then uh, I I came into the problem of like I ran out of uh, ran out of like basketball friends to like bring on to the show. So then I kind of took that as like an opportunity to just try other things outside of sports. If you look on my podcast like right now, you see some episodes about like some movies and TV shows I like. I would just bring friends on and we just talk about that. So then like moving forward, I think I really don't want to like restrict myself to sports because like do not have a career yet in sports. I'm literally just trying everything like just uh, shooting things at the wall and like to see what sticks. So moving forward, like I'm just going to do like anything I want. Basically, my podcast and the episodes are going to be on my whim, like whatever I want. And then I'll just find someone I think would be interesting to talk to. And literally like my program mates, there's 87 of us, you know, and we all like different things outside of basketball. So there's so many people I can just hit up and just bring on to the show. So that's not going to be a problem anymore. I love that. You're hitting all different categories, and, and that's cool. Until you find something that sticks, that becomes your niche, that you're really passionate about, then you can just go ahead and expound on that. Like Matt suggested to me to create a little tennis podcast, so I am going to create a little YouTube channel, especially when I go do to the it, Australian do it, Open. Do it, Kevin. Do it. I got a little miniature camera I just got off of Amazon Prime Day. Oh, yeah, it's on. I got to figure it out you once I figure it out. So I want to give people kind of like the inside of what's going on at these tennis tournaments, why they're so exciting and, you know, things like that. Other things, too, that are going on in the sporting world. You know, inside, like we went to the college uh, baseball game here at UCI. I had such a wonderful experience with Tom. And first of all, just hear the aluminum bats, you know, that ping, the whole experience. Yeah. Well, yeah. So but if you're going to start something like that, you got to research into, you know, SEO, search engine optimization. So that absolutely. When, you know, you put in like tennis or tennis ball or Rafael Nadal. You need to have your video come up when you do that. And oh, indeed. that's when it gets big. Yeah, that's, that's when it hits. You got to have it catchy. Yeah. You, yeah. Well, it, it's about putting in the key search words. And so um, if you're going to do any sort of like big time things, go get Google AdWords or certificate. It's free. It takes a little bit of time. You Would go, you say Google app certificate? Uh, Google AdWords. So it's it's all it is is basically it just tells you how to work Google searches. And it, you can pay to have your product up or you can, you know, just... You hear this, Adam? Yeah. So it, yeah, yeah. It's really beneficial when you try to expand because it, uh, in addition to putting it on like different websites, like we just put it on Anchor FM, it's being able to find it on different Outlook, you know, and then it, it, over time you expand your conversion rate and then you have this big thing that like, boom, it blows up and then people are listening to it. So it's all about being able to find it and being on the right avenues and being able to get people on board with you. So it's like the whole business behind a podcast really starts with being able to find the product well it's a competition too you need to understand that and then figure out the next thing that's going to put you above the competition then everyone else is going to follow you or take your idea because that's what's going to happen you always have to be coming up with new ideas it's a sports business kind of a day and adam i don't know if you knew that matt what was that little company you worked for for a bit there uh uh, direct sports network yeah so they put videos on fire tv and apple tv and and uh yeah. So I did key search words for 
Apple TV and Fire TV, all that good stuff for direct. Yeah, so that's why he knows what well, he's talking about, and I take your advice. Much that, appreciate it. Yeah, but that, that company had a tough time because they didn't have any sort of live sports to watch, and you basically got post-game interviews. So they were kind of yeah. at a – like if you're competing against ESPN, you need to have at least some live sports that people like. That's why I would love to see an app that is free that you can watch volleyball on because volleyball is such a big – big market actually around the world wow adam yeah one last question for you kind of like close it out but just your closing your thoughts on the whole experience sports business classroom and, and just in general just nice closing thoughts what we we're talking about this morning sure so uh, one of the things i'm trying to do this summer to just finish it out and just be productive is i i'm trying to do like one cool creative project a day and my first project it was really simple it was like 20 ways that sports business classroom changed my life and then i just gave like 20 reasons so then I'll, like i'll just go through down the list that i put i wrote like food tastes better for me now water tastes better <laughs> I, can, I love it I, dude, I can i can hear like the beats and melodies and music better i got like 103 more people who believe in me now i believe in myself now i know myself now if it's worth it in the end i can stay up all night for something and it'll be all right attorneys telling me to go try stand-up comedy and then get on snl so they can get my autograph when i'm famous <laughs> uh, made me feel awesome everything's possible until i decide for myself it isn't my basketball heroes thanking me for thanking them is amazing uh, i have so many stories I talked with uh, this guy, Jeff, uh, Jeff Bellinger, if you guys know him, for almost two hours, and basketball barely was like the subject. I got to show these two interns for our program my photography from high school, and then I wrote this thing. It says, Bibbity, Bibbity, Bop. It was just like something cool that was part of the program, but I can explain more after this. I can help people more now. I wrote Kalita. She was one of the interns. She helped me with some of the salary cap problems. I used my voucher to buy food for like this guy named Justin, who was a security guard at the uh, arena. And we were just like hanging out. So he was like, hey, can you get me some food? And then I was like, yeah, sure. I'll just use my, my voucher. Bo Estes, he's like an NBA TV guy. He told me that he wasn't that smart about the collective bargaining agreement either, AKA the salary cap. Number 19, my basketball heroes gladly took my business cards. Number 20, Gockfist Hours, which was basically this intern, Scott, he would hold his own office hours that they liked in the food court on the first floor of our hotel. I just added like a bonus, 21. Bill Simmons' It's Not About Basketball is so true. Well said. Well said. I think all of those kind of point to that it changed your life. It did. Yeah. And, yeah. and what's most important is you built self-confidence, and now you have direction, you got inspiration, you got all this new stuff that you're going to be doing, and that's what college is all about it's just figure out what you're gonna do this and that so i commend you yeah man adam doe for for doing that i just thought what a really cool experience i just wish i could take off work and hard this summer <laughs> and actually experience that because i just think that's just a wonderful experience Adam, once again, thank you so much for taking time out your morning. But Matt's got one last thing to add. One last thing. Stay go ahead, guys. We have eight minutes. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Three minutes. <laughs> oh, never mind. Yeah. It's good. It yeah. goes by quick. It does. Adam, stay genuine, man. Stay genuine. People are going to love you. That's why you're going to make is because you're a genuine person. You bought a meal for a security guard. You're a super nice guy. Being genuine. People will see that and you will go places. And also, don't believe anything without sufficient evidence. Oh, that's, yeah, that, for sure. Yeah, those are my sure. two little pieces of advice. And one last thing, Adam. 
when you said you had 103 people believing you? Well, now you have 105. Because Matt, oh, I, I, are, I was guys, part of the 103. Go, I was on the 103 <laughs> list. He knew. Yeah. He knew as soon yeah. as I met him, he yeah. came on this show and entered. I was like, I believe in this kid. Is like, yes, we need more sports oh, yeah. people here. We oh, need yeah. it. Thank you again, Adam, and enjoy the rest of your day. And we're going to close out our show. We'd love to have you back on again sometime down the road. Talk about your new adventures and any other new projects that you're working on. And basketball, yeah. too. We got to cut basketball. Oh, indeed, with basketball. So that was Adam Doe. From the Doe Post. And like you say, you go on KUCI.org. KUCI, comma, Doe Post. The that, Doe Post. The Doe Post. Sports matters because all sports matters. And Chris Collins on the Chris Collins Show gave us a shout out because he loves how all sports matters.